You're listening to The Recovery, a series of conversations about rediscovering the ancient faith in order to reclaim our own. Welcome to the show. As always, I hope you are well. Today's discussion is one that is vitally important as we discuss what uh, we have been handed as a tradition, as we discuss what is going on in the church, uh, why so much, so many of us are disenchanted with the way the church is functioning, the, the stories and the narratives that we've been handed. So I want to talk a little bit about that before we jump into the actual issues of today's show. Um, we live, as we've mentioned before, 2,000 years after Jesus, right? So we've had generations, thousands of years. Uh, we have a development of philosophical, theological thought. We have the scientific revolution. We've come through the medieval ages. Some people call that the dark ages. Uh, the, the way in which we see the world, the way in which we relate to one another has changed dramatically, right? And I don't think that takes any giant leap to, to accept. Um, that's just kind of, it is true, right? The, what we think about the world is vastly different than what they thought about the world 2,000 years ago. And that's really important to keep in mind, right? We are not the people who are writing the texts that we have inherited, we are not the people that those texts were written to. And as I've mentioned before, we have to do quite a bit of work to understand that time, that place, what was going on in order to properly understand what was being said. And then we take that and try to understand what in the world that means for us now today. The, the major problem with this is that when we come to the text with our way of seeing the world, we are then led to interpret the text in a way they were not intended to be interpreted. We we go with expectations to find certain types of writing, certain pieces of information that we would write if we were writing these texts. So when we talk about things like history, right? When when we talk about history, there are a number of different ways that that word is even used uh, in in literature. Um, but most of us are looking for historical facts lined up sequentially. Um, that is simply not what we get in most of the biblical texts. Now, they are, they are based in history, um, but in large measure, uh, they are what we would call interpreted history. So they are stories, historical narratives that have been told with a theological purpose and a theological lens. And so when we come to something like what we're going to talk about today, which is the genealogies of Jesus— we need to remember that the, the, the men, in this case, whoever wrote Matthew, maybe Matthew, but probably uh, some of his disciples, um, and Luke, when they're writing their genealogies, they're writing for a particular purpose to tell us something. And those genealogies, uh, if you're familiar with them, they, they're not the same. They're, not, they're really not even close. They're, there's some overlap, but they, they don't match up. And in the history of the church, that's in, in the modern history of the church, that's been somewhat of an embarrassment, right? We have two texts that uh, claim to tell us the history of Jesus's family, and they are different, substantially. Um, and so, what, what in the world is going on there? And one of the more sort of popular versions uh, is that Luke is telling us the genealogy of Mary, 
There's a big problem with that, uh, and that is that that's not what Luke says. Luke says it is the genealogy of Jesus, uh, the son of Joseph, and then he traces Joseph's line. Some people say, oh, well, you know, they, they wouldn't mention Mary, and so uh, in Luke's, Luke's gospel, the, the father of Joseph is uh, Eli or Heli, and, and that's actually Mary's father, uh, but because Joseph was the man, the son-in-law, he was the heir. That, that's just a, that's a guess. <laughs> that's, that's, honestly, that's just made up in order to try to explain away the differences that exist. Um, when we go to Matthew's gospel, it's incomplete, and, and we know it's incomplete, right? He has three sets of 14 generations, he says, but when you actually count them, um, there's one with 14, there's one with, I think, 13, and another one with 12. So they're, they're, they're not even the numbers that he says. Um, and so it, it's kind of hard to make sense of that, but, you know, we have thousands of years with 30, uh, what is it? If it, was, it? if it was 14, it'd be 42 generations, right? So uh, we know that he skips at least three kings and perhaps more uh, out of the history of Israel, um, and, and there are simply not enough names to span the amount of time that they supposedly uh, span, right? That there's a bunch missing out of Matthew's genealogy. Um, so there are problems with it there. Um, but but the, the prima facie, the, that face value difference is, or problem is that they're, they're not the same. They're, they're markedly different. And so a lot of people have, again, argued that the one from Luke is actually Mary's genealogy. But again, that has no historical warrant. There's no reason why we would, we would say that. They're, they are both according to the writers, telling us the genealogy of Joseph, right? Which is the way you would tell genealogies, right? Matthew includes women, which is interesting, um, but he, it still traces the, the line through the fathers. So what, what is going on? What, if it's not Joseph's in Matthew and Mary's in Luke, what, what is happening here and how can we understand this? Well, again, we've got to remember that they, these writers, Matthew and Luke, are not not writing a genealogy, uh, a history of the family that we would hope for, right? It, when we talk about your genealogy and your heritage, your ancestors, we often mean, hey, we're going to Ancestry.com and we're going to look it up and we're going to find out who, who was in our family, where we came from, um, and we're going to know for sure, generation by generation. Again, the scriptures are written as uh, an interpreted history, right? With a theological purpose, right? They, there's a theological goal here. And when we talk about Matthew's genealogy, it is most likely that what Matthew is doing is tracing the dynastic heritage. So he's tracing the line of the kings uh, down through Jesus, right? And he, he takes liberties. He skips generations, right? Um, some people have said that maybe he skipped uh, that set of three kings because there was a curse on them. They weren't great kings, so he wants to eliminate them. Um, and to be a son of somebody, you could go back several generations and still technically be a son of. It doesn't mean you're the next generation. It just means you're in the line. So uh, Matthew's genealogy very well may not be a biological, is, is likely not a biological genealogy, right? Whereas Luke's probably is more likely biological, more like what we would expect in our day of a genealogy, but still probably not 
100% accurate, right? Just because uh, there's this thing called genealogical amnesia, right? So as people are telling their stories, the point is to situate themselves within the history, in this case, of the people of Israel and, and more specifically the line of kings of Israel, the Davidic line. Um, and so oftentimes, while genealogies were important, uh, they were written down, they were there to be read and seen, um, it, it is likely there, that there was lots of liberty taken with them. And this was well known, and this was not a problem. And we have to remember that as the early church was gathering their scriptures, they would, would have set Matthew next to Luke. It's not like this was a surprise to them. They would have seen that these two genealogies are different. Um, they were not embarrassed by that. They were completely okay with that. And, and why is that? Well, it's for all the reasons we've said. They understood what the purposes of these genealogies were, what role they were playing in the text. Um, and they had no expectation that they were 100% factual as far as the, the passing on of the genes, right? It was fine that Matthew was telling one that may have been uh, a dynastic lineage as opposed to a biological lineage. Um, and, and that's simply okay. And they were fine with that. And for us to not be fine with that is simply taking our expectations and our desires of what we want the text to say and, again, thrusting it backwards onto the text and trying to make it do something that it wasn't intended to do. And this gets at the larger problem of what we call anachronism, which, which, which is exactly that, taking a, a modern question, a modern lens, and forcing it onto a text that never had uh, the intentions of that modern viewpoint. Um, and, and that has led to all sorts of problems as the modern church tries to interpret Scripture, right? We, we're way too arrogant in the way that we think about the text. We think we know everything. We think they thought the same way we think. Um, you know, not, not everyone on the earth today thinks the same way. We have cultures that uh, have vastly different perspectives, uh, even today in the 21st century. So why would we think that the culture of 2,000 years ago has the same perspective that we have today? Like, that's that's ignorant. We have to set aside a lot of our assumptions. Uh, we have to become much more humble as we approach these texts in order to understand what they're trying to say, right? So, for example, in the genealogies, if we go expecting list after list or name after name in that list um, to be the, the fathers, well, then we're missing what Matthew is probably trying to say. Um, and, and the problem that a lot of us face when we're talking about, you know, this, this movement of deconstruction or, or really questioning our faith, questioning what it is that the modern American church has been telling us is that we, we at some level, we know those, the, the stories that we've been told aren't true, Right? We, we've been given these narratives, these biblical stories, and told this is the way we're supposed to understand them. And when we go to the text and they don't match up and things don't seem to be as we've been told, all of a sudden we're, we're left to question. And, and things, it seems like things are, are ready to fall apart. It's a house of cards. And uh, if one of those things slips, then the whole, the whole thing comes tumbling down. And, and we have an entire uh, generation of people who are walking away from faith, walking away from the church because 
that's happened for them, right? One of those cards has been questioned and they've kind of poked at, poked at the narrative and realized that they're holes. And the reason they're holes is not because the narratives themselves, the gospels or the, the letters or the biblical witness is in fact faulty. It's that the assumptions behind our understanding of it and the way that we want to tell the stories are faulty, right? We, we are expecting them to do things that they were never intended to do. And when we do that, they don't live up to that expectation. And because they don't live up to the expectation, it falls apart. Instead, we need to be honest about our text, right? We have two genealogies that are different, and that's okay, right? They were never intended to be the same because they were intended to do different things. And precisely what they were intended to do, we, to honestly, we can't say. What, what was Matthew trying to do here, right? We know, for example, there were more names in those lines, even if he's doing a dynastic history, right? There were more kings than what he has listed. Why did he skip them? What, what is, what's the importance of 14 for Matthew, right? Why has why he broken them up into 14? And how did he actually get to 14 when there's not actually 14 in each section? So, you know, Matthew's, there's something going on there, right? And it's perfectly okay to say, you know what? I don't know what Matthew was doing exactly. We have some good ideas. We have some theories. Um, but what we need to not do is just make something up, which is what has happened when we say, oh, Matthew is uh, Jesus's, Joseph's biological lineage and Mary is, or Luke is Mary's lineage. It's not true. One of the things we, one thing we know is that that's, that is not the way genealogies were done, right? No one would have told the genealogy of the mother. Just wouldn't have happened, right? It didn't matter, right? And that's one of the reasons that the inclusion of women in Matthew's genealogy uh, is sort of remarkable, and, and we need to pay attention to that. And we've talked about that before, but um, we have to become more humble. We have to be not so narrow-minded in the way that we approach these texts, right? Th- these authors are doing things that, and writing in ways that we are not accustomed to, and we have got to be open to listening to what they're trying to say and changing the way that we think in light of what the texts say. It is only in doing that and becoming much more humble about how we read this, accepting the fact that we don't know everything, accepting the fact that they thought differently and in some ways perhaps better than we do, um, and that's okay, that we are going to recover the truth of the text. We're going to recover a faith for ourselves that is manageable, that is acceptable. Um, again, if we, if we try to thrust all of these modern perspectives and concerns onto these texts, they're going to fall apart, um, and we're, we're doomed to failure. We're doomed to lose our faith if we take it seriously. It's only in being open to what these writers were trying to do, what God was trying to do through them, uh, that we have any chance. And in fact, when we do that, we find out that they have a meaning that's far more important, far, far deeper and richer than what we might first imagine or even expect or hope. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you haven't already, please do subscribe, leave a review, tell somebody about the podcast that might be interested. I would really appreciate it. Catch you next time.